Tonight, in the cage, the WCW World Heavyweight title is on the line as Ric Flair challenges the champion, Macho Man Randy Savage. Anything goes, there must be a winner. Hulk Hogan steps into the cage against the Giant. The World Tag Team title is on the line as champion Sting and Lex Luger take on Harlem Heat with the Road Warriors meeting the winner. Johnny B. Bad puts up the TV title and the doll against Diamond Dallas Page at over $6 million. The former champ, one-man gang, challenges Conan for the U.S. heavyweight title. It's a street fight in Pity City. The Nasty Boys face Public Enemy. And in a respect match with a leather strap, the Taskmaster meets Flyin' Brian. And now... Live from the Bayfront Center in St. Petersburg, Florida, it's Super Brawl 6. Wrestling fans, if you're listening to this, you are listening to the latest episode of the Wrestling Time Machine podcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at WrestleTimMock, that's W-R-E-S-T-L-T-I-M-M-A-C-H. You can also email the show at thewrestlingtimemachine at gmail.com. We also have a Kofi. You can check out the Kofi at ko-fi.com forward slash thewrestlingtimemachine. So please check us out. Leith, where can people find you? For all wrestling-related content, I am on Instagram at cat. The only, um, all one word there. And for more artistic endeavors, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Poppy Sunbird. It's P O P P Y S U N B I R D. Um, I also have a link to my art related Kofi there. Um, it is my pinned tweet. And uh, Bobby, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Space King Bobby. You can also find me on Tumblr at Space King Bobby's blog. And don't forget to check out the other cool shows that we do at nerdfixstrangers.com forward slash listen, including Nerdfix Strangers and Pokemon Mind and Body. And I think with that, I think we can start the show. Welcome, wrestling fans. I am Bobby. No, <laughs> I, I'm I'm Leith. I'm I'm opening. Deal with it. All right. So we're gonna be watching WCW Super Brawl six. Six Super Brawl six. Number number six or VI if you don't know anything about Roman numerals. Right. Uh. Yeah. So. It's going to be uh, a nice little watch-along episode with some some super fun stuff happening. Absolutely. We're going to we're going to have a blast. We've got But pretty... not not a big apple no. lizard blast, just a a good time. Yeah, just a good wholesome <laughs> time. Um not under the influence of anything. Well, good caffeine. Times. I'm under the influence of caffeine. Okay. I, I'm on my second cup of coffee. On my good Christian wrestling podcast. Christ. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. So before we get into all of our lovely, ridiculous amounts of trivia, do you do you want to give a little quick, hey, what's up with us kind of? Yeah. So, I guess what I've been up to lately is um, I've since found out that uh, I need a new PC to play Fire Pro. Oh. Um. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Basically, what it gets down to is like. My PC works just fine for the not wrestling stuff in Fire Pro, which admittedly is a lot of stuff, right? And a couple, like, some point last month, I got on there to, you know, just kind of, like, do a tryout match between two of my, like, original character wrestlers, right? And it was having trouble loading, and it was it would, like, kind of freeze in the match, like, throughout, right? Mm-hmm. Um, turns out... Um, I don't have a processor um, new enough to handle Fire Pro. So I am working on saving a little towards like a new, just like a gaming laptop or something that I'll just use for Fire Pro. Um, and I've been working on my Plex server, which has been a lot of fun. Leith, I found out that I'm a fan of the A-Team. Oh, just recently? Yes. Interesting. I remember that from when I was very little. Mr. It was, T. it was never on when I was growing up because like I I was born in '88. So oh I yeah, was, yeah, baby. Yeah, I, <laughs> it was a little just a little before my time. And growing up, like I don't remember it ever really being in syndication anywhere. Um, but I do apparently really enjoy the A Team. It's it's a greasy cheeseburger of a show. It's just a forty minute action movie. It's a lot of fun. I I really enjoy it. Um. So I've been I've been working on my Plex server. I'm actually working on getting uh, Adventure Time, the complete series, uploaded uh, to my Plex server. So that's Ooh. that's fun. Yeah. And I uh, I took the first steps the other day towards getting back into Pokemon. Um, I downloaded and paid for uh, Pokemon Home on my Switch, um, so I can move my living Pokédex over to my Switch. And then I've got to get through, like, about a generation and a half or two generations of games. Uh, The Let's Go games, Sword and Shield, Arceus, and then then I'll probably be doing um, Scarlet and Violet, I think, is what's coming next. Have you, you, I forget, how much, like, are you into Pokemon? I was, I got, um, I mean, I, I, like... I'm I'm a like okay when I play a game I collect all the Pokemon so that's my 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 jam like I want to okay. complete all the decks decks yeah. <laughs> so when my baby was a baby I played Ruby was okay. a remake okay and I completed the national and the was it what's the Regional. next one. Like, all of them. Like, I got every single Pokemon that existed in the game at that time. And then I was able to transfer them to the next game. And then I was like, wait, that means that I only have to collect, like, a few Pokemon. And then I kind of just was like, well, now I'm bored. (laughs) Yeah, like, I... Like, I was so triumphant. And then the next game came out, and I was like, oh, I kind of just have to add a couple more, and it's not a big deal. (laughs) Like, and that, that gets, like... 
Like, I can feel that, because, like, I've got my whole living, like, national Pokédex, right? Yeah, like, it's it's fun to, like, have yeah. every single one. And, like, I liked organizing the boxes and stuff, because I'm a yeah. big nerd. Like, that. <laughs> like, like my, my national Dex is something I'm so proud of, because I've got, like, all the... All the um, Pokemon that have, like, gender differences, so I'll have, like, a male and female of Pokemon mm-hmm. that have, like, gender differences. Do I've you do got... the different colors, too? Because I yeah. was trying to do that. I, I, I try... Shiny Dex hunting is, is yeah, so... Not, not shiny so much as just, like, the like if yeah. they had, like, a blue version and a yellow version. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, like the Gastrodons that had, like, the east and west, and they were, like, pink and green, I think. Um, or was that... Sh- I can't remember the name. Yeah. It was like Shellos, I think, or Shelios, something something like that. Um, but yeah, like all of those kind of differences too. Like I've got, like, um, if you remember X and Y, like they had the one um, Pokemon, Vavillion, that's like, it's got a couple dozen different forms based on whatever region your 3DS is, right? And I got... Okay. I got all of those, you know, so it's, it's something I'm really like proud of and I want to continue it. I am like, I'm somebody who is definitely not pleased with the whole like Dexit thing, mm. but like, I kind of get it. Um, I just, I hope Nintendo like comes out with like the switch is cool, but it's obviously not like, as powerful as say like a PlayStation five or an Xbox or something like that. You know, it doesn't have like that kind of memory capacity or anything. Right. Like my hope would be that Nintendo would eventually come out with something more powerful than the switch that like could handle something like the full national decks. And I, I really like making like different themed teams sometimes too. You know, um, but yeah, I've, I've made the first steps getting back into Pokemon, uh, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, Leith, what, what about you? What have you been up to? I'm sorry if I rambled. <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, I was wrestling. I was in the ring every Sunday, but obviously that is on hiatus, which is painful to my heart. So I'm looking for another place to go that would be kind of similar and not super far away. Yeah. But I mean, are there a lot of like wrestling schools in Pennsylvania? Oh, there's tons. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. But as unfortunately, the big thing is that a lot of them are in like cities or yeah, like, like an hour and a half away. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the school I've been recommended the most from even people that have gone on to to bigger, bigger, big companies, we'll say. Yeah. Um. He, uh, like, everybody's saying go to Cheeseburger School. Mm, okay. Which I think is in where ROH used to be, but it's still quite a hike. And if I looked at his hours by the time I got there, I would be, like, an hour late to the class anyway. So I'm like, I have to... And I'm not looking to, to become necessarily a wrestler like i was always more on like i wanted to be on track to be like a manager because i'm like i'm already yeah. 40 like i can still do a crap ton of stuff but my longevity in the business is like yeah. non-existent like, 
So yeah. I don't want to put in a ton of money and time into something that I'm really not going to be getting. Yeah. To, no, like, I'm I... not going to be able to give back yeah. to the, whoever, you know what I mean? Like, if they, they end up helping you get booked or whatever. So um, I, I do yeah. want to ask, if you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be doing the manager thing, have you started yeah. coming up with your with your, like what your manager character is? It honestly would depend on who I'd be working with, I think. Because okay. it's like, I think you in play this, off them, right? Yeah, I think in this day and age, is kind of where you have to to go at least at first. I would think. I don't know because we haven't really gone that far because everything yeah. keeps getting canceled. Every time I try to do something, it's like, oh, by the way, it's done. Yeah. Oh, here's a uh, here's a pandemic for you. Right. <laughs> it's like what? No, and it's like just every time I try, it's just like I think that the universe of pro wrestling is like, no, you're not coming here. Yeah. And there's a there's there's a couple schools or stuff in Ohio, but it's weird because it's like almost I don't think there are any of them in Columbus, and it's like you would think that would be like a no brainer. It's the it is both the capital and like a centrally located city, you know? And it's like, no, all of them are out of these weird fucking back end, you know, small towns and stuff. And it's just, it's that, that is just the weirdest thing about it to Mm -hmm. me. Sorry. I think I cursed. Oh no. We're going to have to fire you. Darn. But, (laughs) Okay, how how much inspiration are you taking from Sister Sherry though? Oh, tons, of course. Yeah, cool. uh, Sherry and and honestly, woman, a yeah, because she's such a she's one of those people that like I think nobody realized what a great actress she was because they only saw her as either woman or like the very more like silent version of yeah. woman, and it's like she could do pretty much anything you needed her to do she could be any character you wanted her to be like she also wrestled previously it's like she had a lot more versatility than i think people ever really got to see she she had such an amazing ability to play a bad guy Mm, yes definitely absolutely that like just hungry for the gold yeah. Kind of character. I love that persona too. It's yeah. just so fun. Yeah. Well, good good luck with with all that. That is, mm-hmm. I, again, we talked about it on the pre-show a little bit, and I really hope things work out for you with that, and you get to do some really cool stuff with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just just praying that things get find find a way. Like you know. Life finds a way. There's got to be, there's got to be something. Okay. Well, that brings us around to trivia. We're going to be talking today about some trivia for WC. For All the trivia. All all the trivia. There is a bit, but it is really, um, (laughs) that's one of the things I love about doing the watch alongs, though, is all the trivia, because I just, I'm, I'm a big nerd for that kind of stuff. And uh, we're going to be talking trivia here for World Championship Wrestling Super Brawl 6. Uh, and when we're done with that, we will you'll hear us do, uh, there will be a countdown. It'll be the iconic 1, 2, 3 kids music uh, in reverse, counting down. So 3, 2, 1. 
you'll hear us say play and you'll want to hit play on your device with us and we'll we'll watch along and we'll have a good time and we'll probably say some pretty awful stuff about Hulk Hogan. Uh so WCW World Championship Wrestling Super Brawl 6 by the numbers took place on Sunday, February 11th, 1996. Attendance was 7,200 people earning $90,000. Our buy rate was a 0.60 buy rate, which translates to 190,585 buys. And since this is a Hulk Hogan pay-per-view, paying a little bit of a premium, so you're at $27.95 per buy, earning $5,326,850.75 for a total box office of $5,416,850.75. All right, and we'll uh, then compare that to ECW Big Apple Blizzard Blast. Still sounds delicious. <laughs> by, the, right? by the numbers, attendance, 6,000 more people attended WCW Super Brawl 6 than ECW Big Apple Blizzard Blast earning $63,000 more than ECW Big Apple Blizzard Blast. Which, honestly, like, those numbers, like, considering the the difference between the size of the companies, it seems like that that number should be bigger. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, ECW was drawing, like, really good crowds. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, I mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, for, for being an independent promotion, I mean... If you can draw 1,200 people, you know, that's that's a pretty big show for an independent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. That's massive. Yeah. And the thing with these ECW shows we're mentioning here is they are super cards. So that's why we're drawing that comparison. Super cards are kind of what they had in place before they actually started uh, doing pay-per-view events. Uh, which comes in the following year, 1997. So that's why we're comparing them to these uh, super cards, is because it's it's a bit of an equivalent. We're also going to be doing watch-alongs for uh, these other shows. So compared to ECW CyberSlam 1996, uh, 5,900 more people attended World Championship Wrestling Super Brawl 6 than ECW CyberSlam 1996. Uh, no numbers are available on the attendance box office for that particular event. Wow. It's still like, it just seems yeah. like it should be bigger. <laughs> You're talking Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Randy Savage. like. And then you have like, it's just, you know, ECW, your usual, like Tommy Dreamer and, yeah. and those guys that are big now. But like back then, it's like tape trading was still the thing. There wasn't massive internet action yeah. happening in 96 you had a little teeny teeny bit i think yeah and like and if you remember weren't, correctly aol yeah <laughs> and, and if you you weren't like you know if you weren't in the tape trading community your best hope to learn about these smaller shows especially something like ecw was paying attention to stuff like the magazines your pro wrestling illustrated your your wrestling observer you know all that kind of stuff uh so that brings us to the next one. Leith, what is the next show we're comparing it to? That ECW Just Another Night? Yes? Yes. 
because <laughs> like there's so many ECWs here. Yeah. Six thousand seven hundred and seven more people attended Super Brawl than ECW Just Another Night, nineteen ninety six. I mean, it was Just Another Night, so right. <laughs> you you would expect it to be <laughs> a little less. Still, though, for yeah. for tiny independent versus WCW, like yeah. Oh my gosh, crazy! It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And now, what do we got here? What's um, next, Bub? Bub. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I almost wonder if WCW had an easier time drawing a crowd at this event too, because this is the middle of winter, and they're doing it down in Florida, where it's going to be a little nicer than say like up north in New York or or Pennsylvania. So I wonder if like how how big of a factor something like the weather played into something like that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It can make a difference. And then our next event here, because there were no numbers available for the box office for just another night either. Um, but our next event is WWF slash WWE in your house six Rage in the Cage. Uh, by the numbers, 1,700 more people attended WCW Super Brawl 6 than WWF slash WWE In Your House 6 Rage in the Cage, earning $7,000 more than WWF In Your House 6 Rage in the Cage. Um, by rate, WCW Super Brawl 6 earned 0.15 less buys than WWF in your house six rage in the cage, which translated to 47,646 less buys than WWF rage in the cage, uh, WWF in your house six rage in the cage, but WCW super brawl six earned 1,765,297 dollars 30 cents more than WWF in your house six rage in the cage. And of course, I mean the the reason for that, if you're if you're not familiar with with this kind of particular comparison here, in your house events only cost fourteen dollars ninety five cents. So for almost half the price, you're getting a pay per view. Right. So I I think we'll probably continue to see that as long as like the in your house shows are a thing where it's like they may have earned more buys, but they didn't necessarily earn more money. You know. Gotcha. Um, and then total box office, WCW Super Brawl 6 earned $1,772,297.30 more than WWF In Your House 6 Rage in the Cage. So, Leith, tell us about the venue we're going to be at this evening. Oh, there's a lot of information about the venue, so we might have yes. we might be doing a little back and forth on this in a second here. Yeah, let me get through a, little, a bit of this. All right, so the venue information: we got the Bayfront Center in St. Petersburg, Florida. It broke ground on Thursday, September nineteenth, nineteen sixty-three, and opened Saturday, May fifth, nineteen sixty-five. Depending on the configuration, it could hold up to eight. 8,600 people. The arena was demolished in 2004, and it joined the Mahaffey Theater, which is still standing. The Do you venue, want to go ahead? <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead. 
Uh, the venue hosted the American Basketball Association's The Floridians when the team played in St. Petersburg during the 1970-1971 and 1971-1972 seasons. The South Florida Bulls men's basketball team used the Bayfront Center for some home games between 1974 and 1980. And the uh, Tampa Bay Thrillers of the <laughs> Continental Basketball... There's a lot of basketball associations. Continental Basketball Associations played two non-consecutive seasons, 1984 and 1985, and then 1986 and 1987 in the arena, winning the Continental Basketball Association title in 1985. Because of an apparent rent-slash-lease dispute, they moved to Tampa the following year and won another title. And the Bayfront Center was home for the St. Petersburg Suns of the Eastern Hockey League from 1971 to 1973. And then for the Suncoast Suns, because we need more Suns, of course, Uh of the Southern Hockey League for the 1973-74 season. Because nothing says hockey like the sun. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll continue here for a bit. The the Tampa Bay Rowdies of the North American Soccer League played nearly all of their indoor home games at the Bayfront Center throughout their NASL existence, winning titles in 76 and 79 to 80 and 83. The Rowdies later joined American Indoor Soccer Association and again used the arena for the AISA 1986 to 87 season. Things I didn't even know existed were happening. Right? <laughs> soccer. Arena. Indoor soccer, specifically. Like, I did not know that was, like, a specific thing. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Terror of the National Professional Soccer League also used the venue in the 1995-96 and 96-97 seasons. That's an XFL-ass sounding name. Tampa Bay Terror. Or a giant alligator movie. Yeah. wrestling events a total of 128 wrestling shows going so far back as thursday november 12th 1970 with championship wrestling from florida a member of the national wrestling alliance during the entire championship wrestling from florida era eddie graham serving two terms as nwa president and loosely aligned before that with other world game a staple in many Southern households in the 1970s and 1980s with Dusty Rhodes, arguably its most noted headliner. His babyface turn beginning in May 14, 1974 against former partner Pac Song. The promotion competed against other syndicated shows on Saturday night like The Lawrence Welk Show and Solid Gold for years. Uh, the main event of this first show in uh, on Thursday, November 12, 1970, was NWA World Heavyweight Champion Jack Briscoe defending the championship against Tarzan Tyler. We don't Tarzan have enough names Tyler. like Tarzan in wrestling anymore. Wasn't there the Tarzan Boy? Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, but they came out to Tarzan Boy, the song. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. That's where I'm getting confused. That's close. <laughs> close enough. Right. 
All right, so WCW's first show at the arena was WCW Super Brawl. The first Super Brawl? Is yeah, I believe so. The return of the Rising Sun on Sunday, May 19th, 1991, the main event of which was a singles match for both the NWA World Heavyweight Championship and WCW World Heavyweight Championship with Ric Flair, the WCW World Heavyweight Champion, defeating Tatsumi Fujinami, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship and retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. The the last wrestling event was International Pro Wrestling. Uh, that's the name of the uh, the federation that that ran the show, and that took place on Sunday, December sixth, nineteen ninety eight. The main event of which was a singles street fight match, Chaos versus Joe Long, ended without a winner. No winner, none. No winner. Just. Nothing. Just not a even draw, like I a tot. It didn't. Okay. Just. Well, all right, I guess. <laughs> hey. You know. Uh. And then we got our fan poll numbers from the Wrestling Observer. Leith hit us with that. Oh. Oh my. All right. I'm. I am super good at numbers, you guys. Everyone, ready? Tenth place is rounded up based on the hundredth digit total number of votes. Two hundred and forty-three votes. Thumbs up was fifty-three votes. Twenty-one point eight percent. Not bad. I guess it's a little more than half. Thumbs in the mm-hmm. middle. Forty-five votes. It's okay. No. No. Yeah. Not not more than half. I'm so bad at numbers. I misread that already. Eighteen point five percent. Thumbs down was 145 votes, uh, 59.7%. Um, so, people loved it, <laughs> yeah. based on the numbers. Based people on the numbers. Hating it, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, best, I, I, I told you I was good at numbers. Right? So good. Uh, <laughs> best match poll. Total number of votes, 203 votes. Uh, steel cage singles match for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Randy Savage, your WCW World Heavyweight Champion, with Miss Elizabeth defending against Ric Flair, the challenger, with Woman, had 90 votes, so 44.3%. The next vote in best match was a tag team street fight match. The Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags versus the Public Enemy, Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock, with 62 votes. 30.5%, which I think is pretty good for, like, a tag team match. Like, as far as, like, even showing up, like, on the best match option. Um, Singles match for the WCW World Television Championship, Diamond Dallas Page versus Johnny B. Bad, the WCW World Television Champion, with the Diamond Doll getting 51 votes, or 25.1%. Interesting. That was. A... Sorry, I got distracted. We're on worst match. Worst match. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have a small person that just sat next to me with a big bowl of ice cream, so I was kind of. I lost my. Mm. Is it ice? Oh, it's cottage cheese. I thought you were just eating ice cream for lunch. I'm sorry. That's a little bit better. 
<laughs> you can edit all this out. <laughs> All right, so worst match poll. <laughs> <laughs> worst match poll. Total number of votes, 188 votes. Singles match for the WCW United States Championship. Conan? 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 Yes. Conan. <laughs> Versus one-man gang, 97 votes, 51.6%. I respect you, strap match, Brian Pillman versus Kevin Sullivan, 48 votes, 25.5%. Steel cage singles match. Hulk Hogan versus The Giant with Jimmy Hart, Kevin Sullivan, 43 votes, 22.9%. Oof. Good stuff. I cannot believe that didn't walk away with, like, the worst. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see uh, why these other ones were so much worse. You know, it's funny. I was reading up on this a little bit, you know, doing my research for our notes here and everything. And... Um, the Wrestling Observer at the time, before, like right before the show was taking place, predicted that the Giant uh, and Zodiac were both going to turn face and join Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Um, there were even like dark matches where the Giant was announced as a face and worked with uh, Ed Leslie, and Ed Leslie was uh, calling himself the Clips Master. You know, because Barber, right? Right, of course, of course. Giant would come out and squash like a heel jobber, and then Leslie would cut the jobber's hair. Wow. Yeah, I thought I thought that, that was... was interesting. Um, now on to actual show trivia: uh, the "I Respect You" strap match between the loose cannon, Brian Pillman, and the taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, was Pillman's last match in World Championship Wrestling and was designed as an inside joke for smart fans. The match lasted about 33 seconds, at which point Pillman said over the microphone, I respect you, Booker Man, and walked away laughing. The whole (laughs) thing was planned out ahead of time by Pillman and Sullivan, who was uh, Kevin Sullivan being the booker at the time right. uh, for World Championship <laughs> Wrestling. However, they did not let anyone else in WCW, including The Office, know what they were doing. They were nice. going for realism, which ended up backfiring after Pillman did a worked shoot promo where he asked for his release from World Championship Wrestling and received it before Sullivan realized The Office wasn't in on the joke. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Yeah, it's it's a pretty infamous bit, and it's it's a really um, early, interesting attempt at like kind of breaking, I guess maybe breaking kayfabe or like kind of breaking the fourth wall with wrestling. Um, you know, and that you're acknowledging on screen that this guy is the Booker. You know, right? Uh, That's so fun. Yeah, and sad. And weird. It is. <laughs> um, I mean, Brian Pillman got the last laugh. He got out of there and he got to go to ECW and WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, some other trivia on the WCW main event episode prior to the pay-per-view. Loch Ness made his surprise WC... Loch Ness made his surprise... WCW debut as a member of the Dungeon of Doom. 
Oh, locked. Uh, that would be for anyone listening and who's not aware. That would be uh, Haystacks Calhoun, I believe, playing the role of Loch Ness. And if you're thinking like, oh, cool, he's going to be dressed as like, you know, a sea monster. But no, he's just a big guy and overalls. And I think they put some green face paint on him. And that was kind of about it. Uh, definitely a low point for the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> I mean, Haystack's house, how, eh. I am fine. Yes. <laughs> Haystack's Calhoun was getting a lot older at this point. And it's, it's just, again, it's kind of one of those things that's just a little mind-boggling to me. Like, why did you bring this guy in if, you know, like, I mean, there's no way you didn't know how old he was and stuff, you know, like, why would you bring this guy in for this? Um, I wonder if maybe they had plans to do, like, a Cryptids versus Hulk Hogan match. Like, <laughs> oh no, it's the Giant and the Loch Ness and the Yeti teaming up against Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the Giant, I guess he could just become, like, Bigfoot or something, right? Yeah. I kind of want to see that show. <laughs> where Where are all the Cryptids in wrestling? Not we need more cryptids. I, I want I want some Mothman action. A Mothman based wrestler would be a lot of fun. Oh, with the wings coming out to the ring. You, you know what you know what I red would eye, like. I would do red contacts. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. You you know what I see a wrestler being based on Mothman as like an equal mix of like the Ultimate Warrior and like original Undertaker. Interesting. That's, that's what I see. Just absolutely insane. Chaos and darkness. Yeah. <laughs> so, Leith, hit us with some more trivia. All right. The first WCW pay-per-view appearances for Conan since WCW Starcade. That is on December 16th, 1990. Teamed with Rey Mysterio against Chris Smith, Norman Smiley, Miss Elizabeth, The Public Enemy, Johnny Grunge, Ted Petty as Rocco Rock. Prior to this, Ted Petty had performed at WCW Starcade, December 16, 1990, against the Steiner brothers, Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner, as Colonel DeCleck, <laughs> <laughs> teaming with Sergeant Kruger. Road Warrior Animals since WCW Fall Brawl, September 19, 1993, and first one for the Road Warriors since Capital Combat, May 19, 1990, where the Road Warriors with Paul Ellerling... Alluring. <laughs> You're fine too. Norman the Lunatic against Bam Bam Bigelow with Oliver Humperdinck, Cactus Jack, Kevin Sullivan. It is the final WCW pay per view appearances for Brian Pillman, Johnny B. Bad, and One Man Gang. I also forgot Johnny B. Bad was still around at this point. So yeah. I, I can kind of understand that one. <laughs> Uh, see, the home video release deleted the word Booker Man from Brian Pillman saying, I respect you, Booker Man, during the strap match. Nice. I do believe it's restored on the WWE Network. Uh, is, is what I recall. Um, okay. So, Leah. We are yes. ready. <laughs> 
we <laughs> we are ready uh, yeah. to to do the countdown. Yeah. Fans listening at home <laughs> again you will hear you will hear some countdown play. Three, two, one, you will hear us say play and you will hit play on your device along with us. You wanna make sure that uh, you have WCW Super Brawl six pulled up on whatever playback device you've got. Uh, make sure you're paused on the triple zero timestamp. And again, just hit play with us. Three, two, one. Play. Oh, in a steel cage. Oh, that that's on my bucket list. I want to be in a steel cage. I mean, not yeah. necessarily to have a match or anything. I just want to be inside one. You want to do the shark, it, maybe. <laughs> do the shark dive thing. Be like, I don't know, maybe climb the inside of it. That would be fun. Right. I, I didn't get to accomplish hardly anything on my my bucket list of of pro wrestling. So, if you got a steel cage, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nasty. It's it's like a Top Gun type logo. Is it? That that they're using on these like match card parts. Cuz it's got like the bars. Makes me think of Top Gun. World Championship Wrestling Super Brawl 6. Here we come. St. Petersburg, Florida. Flo Rida. I thought they only <laughs> played for WWE. <laughs> um, some very attractive ladies. And now we've got Tony Schiavone, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and Dusty Rhodes, Daddy. <laughs> I like that Dusty's just wearing like a suit jacket over jeans and a blue t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone else was like dressed to the nines, and he's just like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> God bless Dusty Rhodes. Uh, he's a magical person. He's he's truly just amazing. Clubbering and blubbering. Got the that plunder in the ring. Do love some Bobby Heenan as well. Yeah, Liv, I'm I'm excited for you to see this Jesse Ventura movie um, <laughs> when we when we get to it in 1999, because um, it includes a version of the Montreal Screwjob. Oh boy! <laughs> public, public Enemy. Enemy. They got some sweet sweet duds. Yeah. It's like a baseball. Trying to explain, yeah, it's like kind of like a baseball shirt, but like you kind of like can't tell until they're like real close. Yeah. Otherwise, it <laughs> looks like a jersey. 
Like how yeah, crazy. like whoever did the the logo really matched it up perfectly. <laughs> like I don't yeah. know how they did that over the buttons. Laddie Dottie, we like to party. Oh, he's number sixty-nine. Really? Uh, really? What was it? I didn't see the other one. The nasty, nasty boys. Dressed like the nasty boys. Spin art. Just like it looks like just like tape. Like they just put a ton of tape on a shirt. Yeah, it's like a rubber band ball. Oh yeah. It's interesting, but they just look so like the shirts look stiff. Yeah. So maybe it is just paint. God, Knobs looks really young here. Yeah, they they both do. It's especially compared to Public Enemy. I don't know why. <laughs> they just look like babies. Maybe just because Public Enemy has facial hair. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh, Rocco is zero double zero. Oh, okay. That's not. That's that's all right. The 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 dancing taunt that they're doing feels like it's being rushed. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, you gotta throw this in here. The crowd's expecting it. Yeah. Because you're a public enemy. But it's like, doesn't really fit with, like, what they're actually trying to, like, do in the ring or anything. I don't know. It's, it's very random. Uh, wait, was that a whole kid with sting paint? What is on? I'm so Yeah, confused. it looks like, like a sting. Or thing? maybe, uh, but it's like black and white. Sting wasn't doing yeah. that yet. So I wonder wonder if he's trying to do like a zodiac thing. Which is interesting. Wild. Yeah, imagine being oh, the one the zodiac fan nipples. in attendance. I did I didn't even know zodiac had fans. So that's pretty cool if that's what yeah. that I mean that's got to be what it is cuz thing wasn't black and white yet. It's like finding out somebody is a Jack Swagger fan. Like it's just confusing. Yeah. The the lesser Kurt Angle. Yeah. The man just has negative charisma. Hmm. Like the only reason he even got over in WWE is because he had Zeb Coulter talking for him. True. And they managed to like get a... He's not like he's not like a pretty boy either. Yeah. Sometimes that helps for like fandoms. Oh, he's just... for, for non-charismatic, charismatic, yeah, charismatic types. He's got yeah, that, he like, Cyclops thing going on, you know, where it's like, he's not ugly or anything like that, but he's also just very, like, plainly, like, handsome, kind of, you know? Is where it's just, it's like, like... <laughs> I, like I, I have to turn to you to find out who's handsome or not, apparently, because I have no idea. I mean... I watch these shows, and they're like telling me who's like they'll like announce somebody as being pretty and i'm like wait are they is that guy attractive <laughs> like, i have to like look at him like is he attractive how by apparently I? I have no idea what i said how by am i <laughs> but uh, like apparently you well you i don't know you just have different tastes than i do or maybe yeah. more to the the sense of what other humans do oh. but like but, like, Jack Swagger has that, like, he's got this Scott Summers kind of thing going on where it's, oh, like... Oh, that table is di- totally destroyed. I didn't even yeah. see what happened there. 
he's got this is- Scott Summers kind of thing going on where it's like, hey, uh, you know, what do you like to do for fun? I like to go over different battle plans and maps and stuff. You know, just, just like very, very, very nerdy Jack Swagger. So on to the actual match we were watching. <laughs> I can't see a metal trash can in a match without thinking of It's Always Sunny. <laughs> Oh, it's it's nice. There's been some good trash can moments in wrestling. Yeah. Most recently, I saw one used at the last Elvac show by Maxi Impaler on Dan Champion. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Shout out to, it, to Maxi Impaler. They're great. But I'm not still, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dan's cool. on our show, but forget him. No, nah, Dan, Dan is cool. He's been on our show. We're hoping he took to... a, a, a beer bottle to the head in that match, so right. <laughs> he, he gets bonus points for that one, I guess. I don't, I don't know if they realized that the garbage can was filled with like beer garbage. cans and bottles. Well, no, it was like it was all bottles. Oh. So it was very heavy. <laughs> it was used by. Uh oh. Uh oh. Through the table. <laughs> Oh, another table? They have tables set up everywhere. Wonder if that was if that was like pre-cut. Oh, that trash can, man, that's done. That table had to have been pre-cut. It broke so perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Just fold it in half, like it was actually two tables pretending to be one. Yeah. Conveniently got a merch stand where no fans can get to it. That nobody's working. Gonna do something nasty to Jerry Sags on that chair. Ooh, sort of a, a bulldog to the chair. Either a bulldog or like one of those like two-handed face busters, you know, like Jericho does. Uh, what part of the arena are we in? This is up by the the stage, the entrance. Like yeah, kind of like a merch setup. Yeah, it's like almost like a merch. Yeah, it's like weird because it's like what you would expect to see at like an indie show, but it's just like in this giant arena in this one little corner. And nobody, like I said, nobody can get to it. Yeah, so it's kind of that's why I was like confused. (laughs) It's like maybe if you are a wrestler and want to buy. Your friends merch. That's where you right. go. They're like literally using everything available to them at this point. They're just yeah. like, what can I find to smack over the head of this person? 
I wonder like what they like what well, I wanna know what the, like the backstage story of like going into this match like just go all around the arena and use everything available to you yeah. or like I mean obviously the cameraman had to know that this was a possibility. <laughs> right. Is that a nasty boy shirt on the back air? Yeah. And the blue on the on the right. Uh can't tell. <laughs> I'm I'm too blind, I think so. Maybe. We got a winner? The ref's trying to call it, but it's not ending. Forget that. Got more trash cans. Lids. Nasty Boys one, maybe? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love it, because it's just like, it's (coughs) utter chaos, and the ref's like calling it, and it's still just fighting. So I really have no idea how they determined who won that. Right. Yeah, that had to be pre-cut. Remember, remember the uh, concession stand brawl that they had against Harlem Heat last the the previous year. Oh, yes. I I have not ever forgotten that. I, I still think about it every so often when I see, like, concession stands, like, set up places. Right. Like, what what could they use here? <laughs> and now we're in the back with Mean Gene. Leith, if you called the WCW hotline, who would you want to speak with? Uh, and why is it Hulk Hogan? No, that's not it. Mm-mm. I think I would just want Macho Man to yeah. talk at me. Okay. I, I wouldn't want to actually have a conversation. <laughs> like, just just cut a promo on me. <laughs> just, say, just say something vaguely inspirational. Or just nonsensical. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Just say words because his voice was so cool. Boy, Conan really went all out for a period with his outfits here. Yeah, wow. Like a pharaoh kind of vibe. Yeah. Very, very Aztec. He is the U.S. champion. He's going to leave as the U.S. champion. He's dressed like a pharaoh. Yeah. He's going to... I'd say he's got it. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I forget. Does he got it? 
next match that we got coming out for this one. Oh, it's the Diamond Doll. Looking like NWO era Randy Savage. Uh, he's actually still pretty over, considering, like, yeah. I don't remember the last time we really saw him. interesting I can't believe Vince thought his real name was Johnny B. Bad oh that's hilarious <laughs> what a they're so like up oh, my goodness Love that that Kimberly's it was very, whole... very energetic. <laughs> it's very jazzercise. Yeah, I was gonna say it reminds me of like uh, uh, the aerobics uh, championships. Have yeah. you seen videos of that where they play that like no super dancey song? There's like gifs of it on that you can use on Twitter and stuff too. If you have a chance to look it up, it's it's okay. pretty funny. Like just like, the... it's even just the opening, but it's like a real thing, but that's what her whole energy reminds me of. Oh, there's Hulk Hogan's ex-wife. That was, was interesting. It, was that? Was yeah, that it was. Oh yeah, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like did like just a little bit ago. Was it Linda? I think it was Linda. Yeah, Linda. Whoa, I just realized that's really weird. Hulk and Vince both have wives with the same first names. She is just jazzercising all over the place. Is this a this is just a grudge match at this point? Oh, he looks um, so pretty with all his roses. But there's also there's also you know a cash prize. Oh right, well yeah, the cash cash. But like, I didn't know if this was like storyline wise, if that was just it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's all really like Diamond Dallas Page cares about. Like, it's not like he's too devastated about losing the doll, just her money. <laughs> right. But you know. His ego took a bit of a hit there, too, so. Look at all those beautiful roses. Oh, we're not even getting in the ring. Forget it. Deal with it. Is this also going to turn into a street fight? <laughs> I think that is supposed to be Sting face paint. It looks like a mask, actually, because the other person yeah. had one on, too. But it looked like there was strings attached to it. I don't remember ever seeing Sting in black and white in this era. 
Yeah. He's still doing all the colors. They could be different colors each time. He was still surfing. Yeah, yeah. He's like a little, like a little past that, but not too much. It was still very colorful. Who do you think had a better mustache, Johnny B. Bad or Rick Rude? Ah, Rude. Yeah. Although nobody should have a mustache. No? You don't think? No, no. There's very few people who can actually pull off a mustache without looking like a total creeper. Fair enough. That was kind of neat. That arm drag. Thumb to the eye from Diamond Dallas Page. There comes the inside cradle. I learned how to do that. Yeah. That was about it. Yep, I could do the wrist lock. <laughs> learned a few of these things. Yeah. Wrist locks, head locks, Call- hammer lock. What? Collar and elbow tie ups. Sure. <laughs> Take a bump. Maybe I I I would be a great manager. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take that. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Anything on the neck, it's like it's so hard to like I kinda like protect what... yet make it look good at the same time. I don't know. After what happened with that poor guy against Ray Mysterio on the independent scene, like that kind of stuff makes me nervous seeing. Mm-hmm. Diamond Dallas Page almost has this Michael Keaton Beetlejuice kind of thing about him. And that's why I like him. <laughs> I also uh, just the fact that he started like so late in the game too. Yeah. To like become such a 
like as big of a star as he did when he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna start actually wrestling now that I'm 30. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy. Yeah. So few people like just go out and go for it like that. They all complain that they're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm too old or. I only have so much time left, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, just do it. Just go do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anybody could do it. You just got to have the drive. And sometimes the money for schools. But, you know, it depends. <laughs> Aww. He's gonna. Is he gonna keep trying for the ribs here? No, he's just gonna slap him in the face. I'm waiting for the like the ring psychology. Come on, man. They're talking it up like, oh, he's hurting here. And you're just like, nah. <laughs> So, so this is it for Johnny B. Bad, right? Like, that's last match, WCW? This is his last pay-per-view match. I'm not sure oh. how much longer he might be on television. Okay. Uh, they might finish up, like, a storyline here. Yeah. Oh. oh, not the zero. Not the zero. Oh, he can't handle it. How'd the ref not see that? <laughs> like, uh, she didn't actually hit him. It's fine. Well, the vision plan for referees is, is just horrible. <laughs> There he is, using the ropes for leverage. That's Dave, you love this it's kind fine. of heel stuff. Oh, I do. I do. That's like the best kind. Anyone that can be sneaky sneak. Like, look at that. Oh. She's trying so hard to get the rest attention, but somehow he looks right, like, past it and is like, no, I'm just going to look at you. I, I somehow don't see the, the leverage here. I mean, like, the way they, they, 
they showed it on the camera, like he really didn't look at yeah. Diamond Dallas Page at all. Like I don't know how he did that. <laughs> that that's some good refing skills there too to be that unobservant. <laughs> the opposite of what you think a ref should be, but he he did it very well. Right. Sometimes as a ref, you just have to not see. <laughs> right. Be blinded by the, the pretty girl at ringside who's yelling at you. So Ooh. close. Conan's on commentary with the, uh... Presumably the Spanish announced team. Yeah. I'm like, I, for some reason I forgot the word Spanish. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes the Fae comes and steals my language, and I, I can't remember words for things. It's very frustrating. <laughs> very, very good in this situation where, you know... All we do is talk. Let's see. Are we going to throw... Are they throwing good punches? Or are you like, eh? They look like they they uh, hit. At least from the angle they shot them. Yeah. Oh, we got a 10. I think she's a little biased. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> she might be. Just, just a little bit. She might be rooting for, you know, the guy she's matching and stuff.
Boo that referee. What do you mean? He's so good. He He's doing everything just right. <laughs> No quick count, no slow count. Which is it? <laughs> is it quick count, slow count? We have a regular count. WCW rings look tiny. They might be. I'm not sure they're... what style of ring they have. There's like a few different ones that are like available. Yeah. Um... Some of them are, like, I forget all the differences in sizes, but I know, like, some of them are higher up than others, too, which I think usually the WCW and WWE have, like, the higher ones, and most places do. I've seen one that was, like, not even, like, a foot off the ground. I'm like, this looks weird. (laughs) Like, this just just, seems wrong. (laughs) It just looks to me like it's, like, it's it's smaller in like length, you know. And that could be too. I just it's hard to tell from this like the angles that they shoot it. So now I feel like there's different ring sizes. I'm trying to remember back to like 2020 when I like learned all the differences. So I honestly don't think I took notes on that, or if I did, they're not in my notebook. Oh, Tombstone Piledriver from Johnny B. Bad. Who does he think he is? Just one of his dozen finishers. Ah, uh, so it could be could be smaller i don't know what it's like 16 feet to 20 feet depending i think typically wwe like nowadays they use the 20 footer anyway doesn't even have like a memo line on the back how's he gonna sign that uh i don't know what do you like how do you cash one of those gigantic novelty checks i think they give you like a real check like the 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 oversized check is. Could you imagine just, just bringing that thing to the bank? <laughs> like, can I have yeah. my money, please? That's hilarious. I see. So much we're learning about things and stuff. <laughs> like just just pay all your bills with oversized novelty checks. Yeah, like that would be so funny. They have to cost a lot of money to like though, don't they? Like, to yeah. actually make a novelty check? Oh, my God. Yes. I am your God. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No- novelty checks are technically legal and valid to cash. Wow. Again, I doubt this one was because there's no line on the back to endorse it or anything. 
but yeah. Um, technically, apparently, um, many banks have small print in their terms of service saying they have the option of saying no to any non-standard payment, which is true. But technically, novelty checks are legal. Leith, look at what we just learned. Wow. But how much does it cost to, like, make one? Um... Because it's almost like a card stock it's printed on. This is this is so fascinating. Much cooler than talking about wrestling. Um. Okay, I'm looking here. Obviously, it's going to depend on the size of novelty checks. I think his was probably like 18 to 36 is what it looked like, maybe. Okay. So, you'd probably be looking at 30, 40 bucks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's, that's not bad. It depends how much the, the novelty check is for, I guess. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is, like, you can get dry erase ones. Oh, weird. Yeah. So if you have to hand out out a lot? <laughs> yeah, or, like, like maybe if you're doing, like, a play or something. Mm. Oh, they, I like how they have, they both have, like, the... What were those nose things called? They were really popular for a while. Because I remember like, my dad like, trying them. They're like breathing strips for like your yeah, they, they septum like, or something. A lot of uh, athletes used them during this time period when they were... like They don't seem to use them anymore. Like They just went away. But I remember even my dad trying them, those like breathe strip things. I like that they both had like... They both had them but in different colors. <laughs> I wonder what happened with those. Like, I don't know if they ever, they didn't seem to work for my dad anyway, but I don't know if anybody else, mm. like, I just remember, like, seeing, like, they'd always show, like, football players with them on and, like, basketball players. Like, everybody was wearing them. Yeah. I think you still see them a lot in football. Do you? I, I often watch football, so. I I don't know. Any, no, I I, I don't know football. anything about football. I've I've tried. I just could never comprehend it. I'm like, why are we stopping again? And then they like start and play for like two minutes, and then they stop again, and they'll play for like thirty seconds, and they'll stop again. I'm like, what is happening? Right. I like don't get it. I'm sorry. Now, Lith, this this is going to be a good match for you because you like heel antics. Yes, and of course. We basically got three heels coming out for this match: Harlem Heat. Uh, noticeably absent is Sister Sherry. Uh, well, she's Harlem busy Heat, being married or whatever right. they ended up doing. I know how much you're enjoying that story. Mm. But we've got Booker T and Stevie Ray as a as a heel tag team, and then also Lex Luger as a heel.
So I am certain we will get plenty of heel shenanigans here, Leah. Right. A man costing. Oh, we got the little stingers. You have a big handful of Monopoly money? And it's like, is that orange and black or red and black? Regardless, it is not black and white. All right. <laughs> Sorry, the face paint, that is. I think it's probably or- more orange. Because the scorpion features a lot of orange. And the boots look orange. It's like a reddish orange. Who's the lady that got to take the belt, so... Mm. She's kind of showed up and was handed the belts, and she's all dressed up and fancy. Lady, lady Beltington? Mm. Of the Norway Beltingtons? Yes, of the Norway Beltingtons. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It all makes sense now. I'm hoping for massive amounts of shenanigans. Lady Beltington of the Norway Beltingtons from (laughs) Buckleshire. It's almost, it's almost kind of like a hot pink. This is a really weird color when you think about it. What? Hot pink. What is hot pink? The the scorpion on Sting's tights, like the the upper part. Oh, is it? I thought it was orange. And some of the light, it almost looks like a hot pink. Huh. Maybe my TV is different. Yeah, it could be just like a color Colors. thing. Colors, yeah. Because it, uh, I can kind of see like almost like a salmon color, yeah. but not like not like the like pink like Diamond Dallas Page is wearing, right? Which is like that T-Mobile pink, <laughs> right? That T-Mobile T-Mobile pink. Oh, I always thought hot pink had a bit of an orange color to it. It's just no. Yeah. Not that I've noticed. Well, everybody sees color differently, so maybe to you it does. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's just more wrong with my vision than I thought. 
Apparently, my my color vision's supposed to be like super good because I like uh, olive green and like army green. For some reason, that means I supposedly can see more colors than most people. <laughs> I don't know why or how that makes sense, but that's right. what I was told. <laughs> Of course, it's hard to tell when something's orange when these guys have been spray tanned all to, you know, all to hell and back. Oh, so much stomping. Oh, take everybody out. In the ring, on the side of the ring. Let's get the ref. <laughs> Not yet, maybe. Later. Right. Ref, ref bumps are coming. It's going to happen sometime tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Sting's maybe like the only wrestler of, of this generation that's still really wrestling. Well, he he managed his career well enough that like yeah, he didn't overwork himself like some people, and it doesn't sure. seem like he took a lot of like really like s- stupid or over the top risks. Yeah, and that obviously like your longevity is gonna be there if you're not leaping outside the ring every other wrestling match yeah sort of big one-handed bulldog here from sting i think it was like in the one of the orton interviews or one of his like documentaries or something. I remember it, him talking about, I think it was Arn Anderson telling him to, to knock off the high flying stuff. Yeah. Cause otherwise you have like no longevity. It's like if you want to wrestle for like 30 plus years, like take it easy. <laughs> like don't kill yourself in every single match. Yeah. Those knees have a shelf life. Shoulders can get whacked easily. Elbows. Like there's so many like, Easy to injure joints depending on what you're doing. Like, just take it easy. You don't need to, like, kill yourself every show. Just enough risk taking in just regular wrestling. <laughs> right. Like, just taking a bump, you can, like, give yourself a concussion if you hit wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, the most basic of basic bumps, too. Like, not even, like, anything fancy. Yeah. Spin a Rooney. I feel like at one point in uh, my class, almost everybody had like a sore or injured shoulder for a while. It's like you just hit the, even just hitting the corner wrong, whatever. Like you just pull something, pull a muscle you didn't even know you had. Yeah. I never noticed. That their boots have little black biceps on them. 
<laughs> they are the matchiest of matching tag teams. I think that's like that's always such a big thing, and I probably mentioned this many, many times before. But like, if you're gonna tag with somebody, match them, even if it's only for a short period of time, even if it's only for one night. Find some way to like be cohesive. Mm-hmm. It just a it makes things easier for the audience watching, and b it just makes you look like a unit. Like it's cool. I don't know. It's, it's memorable too, at least to me. Like if somebody like that doesn't even like normally tag or rarely tags together, like comes out and they're wearing matching gear, it's like that'll stand out in my head, and I'm more likely to not only remember the match but remember that particular <laughs> tag team and who was in it. Right. You know who else coordinated really well? Who? Techno Team 2000. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Wasn't sure where you're going with that. <laughs> yes, I think I'm going to make soup tonight. What the heck? Mmm, the Harlem heat makes me think of hot soup. <laughs> soup is very good. Um, I'm gonna make... I can't eat many soups anymore, so that was an interesting discovery. Really? Why they not? They put wheat in almost every soup that you can like get, in every broth, in every can of soup. Finding gluten-free soup has been like the hardest challenge so far that like you have to like like to find it that it still like tastes good and is like not flavorless it's been very difficult it's like i don't know why so, they so it's to like add a wheat so much thing gluten. yeah yeah because i have like a major wheat allergy and that's what like gluten is Okay. So it's like every single soup you can find or get anywhere has typically has gluten in it. So it's like yeah, you have to make your own pretty much. And then you have to find a way to like make it not taste bland, which is challenging. Well, my... ramen especially has been difficult cuz you also have to get rice noodles cuz yeah. normally ramen's made with wheat noodles. The, the the soup I'm making tonight does, should not have any weed in it. It's you just, would think. You would think. But I bet you it does. <laughs> well, I'm making it from scratch. It's not like canned soup. Do you have, like, broth? Like, pre-made broth to put in? Or are you um, making broth? No, I don't. Because that's I, the big difference. I don't think it has broth. It's like a cream soup. So it's, it's like potato and leek soup. Mm-hmm. And it uses like butter and cream, I think, as a base. So that could um, be that could be fine because it's like it's usually yeah. if like you have like a broth base. Sure. Or if like, you get like a canned soup, or yeah. if you get like any of those, like finding gluten-free broth can be such a pain in the butt. Yeah. And like usually I'm, it's very bland. 
Like I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make this potato leek soup. I've been watching Anti Chef on um on the YouTubes, which is a very relaxing um cooking program I would highly recommend. And one of the things he does is this um regular show called Jamie and Julia, where he is making recipes out of one of Julia Child's cookbooks. And he made this potato and leek soup that looks really simple. This is me trying to get a little bit better about cooking and not, you know, eating awful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks really simple, and I'm going to make that and, like, some smoked sausage to go with it because um, I think that would be a really good addition in that. And I'm looking forward to it. It, it looks like a really, really simple um, dish that even I can make. Um, so yeah. That's always good. Not sure how we got from Harlem Heat match to soup making, but hey, this show is crazy. <laughs> you ever, you ever seen that, that, that joke? Like, what do you mean you're at soup? No. No? No, I don't know. You, I don't know that. Okay. I will send it to you. Okay. Oh, oh, here's the chaos. We got the Road Warriors coming in. Can you smack them with the ring bell? And just vanished. Oh, the ref saw none of it. I can't imagine being a Road Warrior and getting a natural 20 on your stealth roll. It, it's all about knowing your, knowing your ref and how unobservant that particular ref might be. Also, Liv... Thank you for reading my my writing thing that I'm working on. Oh, sure. That was very nice. Thank you. I'm always reading, so and anything thrown my way, I enjoy reading. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun to see what other people can come up with, too. Read a few different stories from from people and like or like starts the stories and it's like i always look for people to like help me with mine when i get around to writing which hasn't been forever (laughs) yeah but it's always nice to get some feedback looks like the set of that pyramid game show it seems very random just like scalping and lights i guess Oh, they got belts from from the, uh, the L- Lady, Lady Beltington. Beltington. I, I'm assuming I didn't see her hand them, but I'm assuming yeah. Lady Beltington is the one that handed them over. Yeah, I I imagine it that way. She she gave them to everybody. Yeah, Lady Beltington of the Norway Beltingtons of Buckleshire. Just handing out belts to everybody. Leith, do you think WCW pay-per-view set design was lazy? Um, it, it sometimes feels like 
uh, what do we have laying around? How can we arrange it? Yeah. I don't have the money to put into this. Very like high school <laughs> stage production. It's like the the last thing they think about. Yeah. When they're putting together a show. And then they're other like, times. Oh crap! It's... We need an entrance. <laughs> yeah, and then other times it's it's pretty cool. Like you get the Halloween Havoc entrance sets, or like uh, uh, Bash at the Beach, where they do the actual like sand and stuff. Spring Stampede. I just, um, oh, I was cleaning my basement the other day, and I found a VHS tape of Halloween Havoc. Oh, nice. I'm like, this is, this has to be worth at least a million dollars. I mean, come on. All right, so Leith, we we are coming up on Thanksgiving. It is, uh, it is November. What is your favorite meal at Thanksgiving? What's your what's your favorite part of the meal? It used to be stuffing. Stuffing. When I could ha- when I could have it like this, like I like the stovetop, like just give me the stuff out of the box kind of thing. Um, but now it is sweet potatoes. Oh, sweet potatoes! He's are a gang great. all of himself. No, you know what I love about sweet potatoes is it's like here's a side, it's a vegetable, but you also can have it with marshmallows. Yeah, it's it's an interesting treat, yeah. and like the way um my my mother in law makes them, there's like baked and just. Like, she doesn't really add anything much to them, but the way that she, like, cooks them, they have, like, almost, like, a little crisp at the top, and they're, like, they're so good. Like, sweet potatoes don't need much of anything. Oh, my my goodness. My fat ass is getting hungry. Look at Conan. That's that's some cool gear. I'm sorry. That's pretty cool. I'm I'm still vibing Egyptian, but it could still be like uh, you could go South American with yeah, it too, because they had like it's Mayan or something along those lines even. But but he's definitely looking like a like a king or a god of some kind. It's ridiculous. I always like when people go above and beyond with their gear for like pay-per-views. Yeah. Like that just that just makes it. One man gang with the tattoos he got out of the you know vending machine near the checkout at at the store. And we're getting temporary tattoos like that. Like skulls and like uh I can I can picture them. Uh, I didn't get them too often because they were more, they were too expensive. <laughs> uh, as sad as that sounds, like, they, like no, you can have one quarter, not 75 cents or 50 cents, depending on where you were. I think some of them were even a dollar, which is, oh, it's way too much, way too much for a thing out of a, like, let's call it a gotcha machine. What the heck are they called? Gumball machine kind of thing. Yeah. 
You ever You ever get one of the like little like sticky slappy hand things? Yeah, we actually have one in our house right now. Oh. I don't know I don't know where it came from, but there is definitely like I picked it up off the floor yesterday. I'm like, "Where what?" <laughs> Like, you never know what you're going to find in this house, I swear. Growing up, we had one, and uh, me and my sister accidentally flung it up on the ceiling. Nice. And it came off, but it did leave a really weird stain on the ceiling. That's so funny. Yeah. I feel like Conan's just, like, owning this whole yeah. match. One Man Gang has that, like, Ray Trailer build. I don't know who that is. Big Boss Man. Oh, oh. Big Bubba uh, Rogers. Like, I don't know that name. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So this is supposed to be the the worst match, correct? This, yeah. Not really sure I would categorize it as such. I just, I'm not enjoying One Man Gang, to be honest. I feel like his style is not anything so much. I don't know. Like, he's not really doing anything, in my opinion, Like, all the actual wrestling and, like, work is coming from, like, Conan, and then One Man Gang's just like, oh, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I guess. Big sidewalk slam. Like, now that he has the offense, it's a bit of a snooze fest. He's he's even like slow like why is he so like slowly walking up to him and stuff like he's he's in slow motion I think am okay. I wrong he's going like he's so like why is he walking so slow he has no urgency whatsoever in this match he's like I'm going to attack you with my stomach and my fist. I'm going to punch you in the throat a couple times. And he's just like on a daily stroll as he does the it. Old, the old fisty tummy combo. Right? Like, what is that? <laughs> and Conan's trying to sell it. And it's just like, he's working so hard. <laughs> but I, oh, I can't imagine like having to wrestle this guy. He's, He's a big old boy. He's like, and he, uh, he's a It's the slowness that's killing me because we've seen hosses wrestle and they can go. And he's just like on a Sunday stroll and occasionally attacking Conan during his little, his stroll around the ring. And Conan has to act like this is a hard bout for him when he's like, Five times as quick. <laughs> Running circles around him. Yeah, like, uh. 
It seems so wrong. Like, he's... I don't think I've seen One Man Gang run. Like, at all. See, I don't even oh, think he's on the or anything. Steve Grissom. Who is he? WCW oh, Motorsports driver. driver. Yeah. That's it. Sorry, I had words covering my words, so I couldn't see it at first. It's like... Words. Yes, because I have the closed captioning on. I have to go to the spring. grocery store tonight. Where are you, sir? Is this match bored you to that to that level? Or like one man gang's taken over and you're like, hmm, grocery list. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I completely understand because my gosh. He's it's like wrestling. They should just call him Sloth. Because that's the speed at which he wrestles. Hey, you guys. Not that Sloth. <laughs> like an actual <laughs> Sloth. I think that Sloth would have been faster. Do you think this has earned worst match? At this point, yes. When it first started, I was kind of questioning it. But now I'm seeing why. This is not... I, I would not fault Conan at all with this one. He's trying, but there's only so much you can do when your opponent refuses to, like, move. Like, what the heck? He, he's staggering now. How, what just happened there? That was odd. They say, oh, they're trying to say he sidestepped it, but he was, like, not anywhere, like, near him. It was weird. That was just odd. It almost looked like Conan just fell. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Oh, he's, look at, look at how slow he's going to the, he's going to the top of the rope. He'll get there eventually. No, no, just a second. Just, just a, a second. second. It took him, like, 30 seconds to get there just to jump on nothing. That's that's the most movement we've seen out of one-man gang. That's uh, what uh, Brodus Clay calls the NWA style. Like, I'm not kidding. There's a, there's a gif or clip of going around of him wrestling. I think it's an NWA World Heavyweight title match, right? Okay. And he does that exact same thing. He goes up to the second rope and jumps off for something and just kind of lands on both feet and tumbles. Right. It's just, it's... Yeah, that was that was to no fault of Conian. Like, he, he did his best yeah. to, to sell and move throughout that match, but one-man gang just, like, he walked Wasn't the whole it. match. Like, he... Yokozuna moves more. My goodness. Like, how... Either this guy is super out of shape, or he just did not want to be there. I don't know what it was, but it was, like... Hey, man, it's... Some of the, uh, some of the worst wrestling I've seen out of somebody. Like, he didn't run the ropes. He didn't run. He didn't move. He's just, like... It's, it's, that, it's that Kevin Nash... In WCW mentality. Whoa, slow down. We already got their money. Yeah, my God. 
Okay, we got that, Mean that was, Gene. That was hard to get through. All right. <laughs> got the Road Warriors. You need to wake up a little bit. Animals got a ta- is that the like the Tasmanian devil? Looks like it's no, in it, Japanese. It's actually just Taz from ECW. Right. <laughs> Lift some wheats. But yeah, the te- the text on it looks like it's in Japanese. It very well might be. They were in Japan for quite a while. Yeah. This is a big time for wrestlers going to Japan. A lot of them did really well there. Yeah. Let me ask you. If you had to pick, would you rather have your hair cut like hawks in the reverse mohawk or like animals? The combination mohawk skullet. You have to go with the, the regular mo- mohawk. Yeah. To to the, as you said, skullet. <laughs> it's hard to speak those words. But just not having hair on the top of your head is awkward, unless you just can't grow it. I didn't realize the black followed up that line on his his hair. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Their face paint was always, like, real real good. Yeah. Is it Animal that did that? I'm trying to remember from, like, their story... I don't know. I've, I've watched like documentaries about like every single wrestler from this era. I feel. Here we go. I th- I, for some reason, I thought it was Animal that did the. the I met thing. Animal once. Did you? I his autograph. Yeah. Was he nice? Yeah, he's pretty nice. As long as you're polite to your fans. Like, and when you're in a setting where you have to be polite, I expect politeness. Like, if you're in yeah. a setting where you're like people are paying to get their. You know, like autographs, pictures, whatever. Like if you're in that that kind of situation, if they're bothering you when you're like doing your own personal business, you know what I mean? Like, right. Still, I would. I think I would still be polite, but you know. The loose cannon. He's so cannony and loose. With his, is that? Oh, he's got the strap. Like, what is he holding? He's beating so, Sullivan with it. It's a Beautiful. roll of arcade tickets. <laughs> and he could get, like, a blow-up dolphin with that or something. Right? He had that many tickets. He could get a mustache comb. Like a comb that looks like a mustache? No, a tiny or comb com- for your mustache. That'd be an odd prize for an arcade to have. They <laughs> hey, have kids, them. Get your mustache home. I I don't remember seeing one before. In general, I don't remember seeing tiny tiny mustache cones. Here it comes. Oh, he broke the mic. Who's that lady?
I mean, why are we even undoing it at this point? What, don't they, they got they gotta get straps? Do you know? It's no, a, that was the whole match. We gotta we gotta set it up now. The rep is completely lost. It's like, wait, what's happening now? No, he's he's gonna put the straps on him. He's ready. The ref is ready now. Let's start the match. <laughs> Arn Anderson wearing those shorts. Oh, I love it. Long <laughs> red formal shorts and long sleeves. Where do you get shorts like that? He's a dad. Oh, is he going to go golfing after this? Gonna go do some grilling. But he's got like hiking boots. On. I'm so confused, Arn Anderson. Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain this wardrobe concept here. It's like golf shorts, hiking boots, and a dress shirt. Is that long what I'm sleeve saying? dress shirt? Yeah, long sleeve dress shirt. Well, of course. This is the oddest thing I've seen in a while. And, oh, the shirt's gone. The shirt is gone. Now he's just got his hiking boots and his golf shorts. Dad Anderson is ready to fight the task. Ma- what, what is this match? <laughs> I'm so confused. I mean, the bell rang, right? And they're yep. they're strapped together. And now they're fighting. And things are happening. Uh, I guess we're just not, I, I don't know what, what, now the match is between Arn Anderson and Taskmaster, I guess. Anderson's just like murdering Kevin Sullivan. Really taking control. Is he wearing a woven belt? Oh, he is. He is one style and Papa. Oh, the low blow to himself. That's the worst. That's the whole injury and insult combination. <laughs> Making you low blow yourself. I I I can't even. Whoa. Yep, I am fine. To paraphrase Jim Ross, he's going to whip him like a government mule. Oh, he's just literally trying to kill Taskmaster. Just, Just dead.
What a line there. Right? He buys himself shoes three sizes too small just to make himself miserable. Did I get that right? That absolutely sounds like something Kevin Sullivan would do. I can't believe Arn's out here wrestling in hiking boots and these like in the woven belt and the like dad golfing shorts. They're so short. <laughs> like I, I think that's part of what's killing me with it is like they're they're like Bermuda shorts, which is like I haven't seen men wear in a while. <laughs> Are they are they gonna come back in style? Were they ever in style? Were these like shorts in style? I'm kind of liking the the red gold's gym T-shirt with the the purple trunks on flare. Yeah. Red uh, red and purple is an interesting color combo. Oh, he proved nothing. What What is happening? I really don't understand this match. This yeah. is not even what the match is supposed to be. <coughs> You're going to make Arn and Kevin hug? He's going to make a woman out of somebody? I missed that. And just cut the the end in the uh oh flare's so mad Flares like always look like a very old man to me. Now He's that he is a very old. old man, it's like even weirder. <coughs> and then Arn's always like, I don't know, like, what, 45? Yeah. Or permanent 45? He might have aged from 35 to 45. That's possible. He's somewhere in that range forever. Yeah. And Flair is just always 60. I don't know why. This is just how, this is how wrestling works. Ages don't matter. They are all backwards and wonky. Oh. Big pouty giant. Yeah, what are they doing with him? I know it's like, like, it's always so funny to see him with hair. Like, throws me for a second. Like, oh yeah, that is the same person. <laughs> but he's doing this kind of like, like he thinks he's Raven right now. I don't know. He's <laughs> what about the giant? <laughs> he's like, I wish I was on ECW. <laughs> and they put his hair away and came to life, I guess. I don't know. This is very strange. I, I'm just, I'm 
still confused after that last match. If they call it that. I guess I'm seeing why that was in the worst match poll. Because it wasn't even what it was supposed to be, really. <laughs> it's just a whole lot of hot nonsense. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> He's going to punch Hogan in the brain. Wouldn't Is that you? what's happening? Giant. He said he's going to, the last thing that's going to be on, on his mind is his fist. So he's just going to ho- punch him in the brain. That's what I got from that. Any, it that, yep. <laughs> Everybody's a loose cannon. What the heck? <laughs> Apparently, the giant is also a loose cannon. Can I be a loose cannon? Yes. Sweet. Oh, giant threatening mean gene. Road warriors on their way to the ring. That's it. That's the kind of uh, gear they should have worn in the XFL. Right. Were those wives? Those seemed like wives. Wives are girlfriends. It's the way they were uh, cheering and in the front row and such. I could be wrong. They got Sting and Luger with their shiny new titles. Oh, it's blue and black face paint for Sting on that kid. Everybody's got their face painted. That kid keeps trying to grab Luger. Or the title, or the belt. I don't know, but they're 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 reaching for Luger though. Trying so hard. They just like running away. Seriously, Luger's just like I'm out.
And Luger back to the ring. Slowly. He he doesn't want Road Warriors. Bobby? Yes. <laughs> you went silent. Did you fall asleep? I, I am watching this match. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that has not quite started yet. Like, where'd you go? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the XFL really would have been more entertaining if they wore those, huh? Yeah, right? I bet people would have tuned in then. <laughs> Makes me think of, like, Mutant League football. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Man, Luger, just get in the ring. Goodness. Ugh. <laughs> He's such a wuss. He, he can't handle it. He's like, oh, these road warriors are all spiky. This girl's just, like glaring at him like dude get in get in the ring <laughs> Sting's like come on dude let's just like fight him and stuff and he's just like no I want to take my belt and go home Lady Beltington gave it to me herself right don't get a belt from Lady Beltington and not want to take it home oh that wasn't Lady Beltington that took it. That must have been Dame Beltington. Ah. Uh. Maybe, maybe uh, Luger's anti-Dame Beltington. He was hoping Lady would be back. The Lady, I should say. Uh, seriously. Okay, so he wouldn't get in the ring because of the spiky armor. And now he's like, no, I'm still not getting in. And he keeps running away. And the bell hasn't rung. The match hasn't started. And we're just de doing these antics for, like, way too long. <laughs> yeah. Are we, he's still not in the ring, seriously, dude. Like, he's not there. Like, he's, is he gonna run away again? Are we actually starting this? Come on. Come on, Luger. Sting's gonna be out doing a two on one. Hmm? 
big was that a kick? Oh, oh, wait. I thought Luger was getting in the ring. Or is he getting out of the ring? I don't know what he's doing. He's just been awful this whole this whole time. It's like we're surprised. Luger being awful. Come on. Sting is getting hugged to death. Oh, no, wait, his leg's backwards. Okay. I, I didn't see that at first. I thought it was just a nice hug. It, it, it's it's okay. He's he's at the ropes now. We're, he's safe. Sting is safe. What are you thinking, Bobby? I am thinking that the Road Warriors are very stiff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine so, right? I'm sorry, did I go quiet again? Oh, very. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're in a whole other realm all on your own. I'm doing something. Talking you. in your talking in your head. Yeah. <laughs> tell you that much. Telepathy does not work on podcasts, unfortunately. Right? We we cannot hear you <laughs> when you're thinking, even if you think very loudly. <laughs> Sting with the I, tag to Luger. <laughs> Luger's not going in. Come on. He's a wuss. He's having none of this. Like, you gotta get in the ring. Come on. I don't know what his deal is this whole time. Except he's a Luger. He's terrible. Maybe he's like, no, these guys are stiff. I don't want to wrestle them. I might get hurt. Oh, oh, not the kick to the gut. Oh, and the punch to the face. Yep, Luger, Luger's actually trying now, I guess. Yeah, the almost... animal's putting a stop to that offense with a big fallen boot. Man, he he almost sold some things. That, that's how much Luger's hurting right now. <laughs> He's like, I will try to act hurt just for you. Not the arm bar. Not the arm bar. He's done. He's going to tap. 
think he's going to tap. <laughs> Road Warrior Animal's infamous standing arm bar. <laughs> I mean, I would have tapped. I don't know. Luger to the outside. But it wasn't over the top rope, so it's not a disqualification, you see. Man alive, did WCW have some stupid rules. Do you think Luger is going to cheat in this match? No, Luger, he would never. He's such a good guy. He's not a cheater. Where did this match place in our the poll mat poll? I don't believe this had a rating. Really? Well, everyone forgot it happened. I guess it, it's not good enough or bad enough to warrant attention. <laughs> yeah, let me take. This is usually here. the case. It's it just feels like it's dragging on, and it's a bit longer than it needs to be because of all the the stupid antics ahead of time and all that. I'm so sorry. I got so quiet earlier. Oh, it's okay. I, I talked a lot. I tried. <laughs> you nailed <laughs> Tried to keep it going. <laughs> but I was like, wait, where did he go? I thought maybe we dropped the call or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, it happened. Luger, Luger and Sting versus the Road Warriors didn't place here. Luger's actually a house of fire right now, huh? As fire as he gets. I mean, he has, at least he has energy. Yeah. I'll give him that over one man gang. I was going to call him Bootleg Hackmeyer because I couldn't remember his name. Oh. Uh, Shaw. 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 <laughs> Something about his appearance that was like who I was picturing in my head, but I'm like, that's not who it is. <laughs> Hackmeyer wasn't in, in, in WCW, right? <laughs> Am I losing my mind? 
watching too much wrestling around this era. Big fist drop. I love that big fist drop of Hawks. He's got almost like this, like, cartoonish kind of, like, ability when he's, like, in the air. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it doesn't seem like something a human being can do when he does it. The, but, like, the hang time he gets. Yeah. And it's like, he sort of, like, looks like he's, like, fluttering. With the the punch, it's weird. It's interesting. There's the collar and elbow tie up. That's what I was talking about. Big stinger splash. Wait, who's even legal right now? It's Sting and... Hawk. Hawk, okay. Like, everybody was just in the ring for chaos there for a moment. I'm like, did some... Did I miss attack? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, Luger is just trying to break things up a bit. Right. That looks actually legitimately painful. Like yeah, he's just like tearing Sting. Yeah, he's like tearing Sting's head apart, kind of thing. Like I don't think I would enjoy this move being put on me in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> like that just looks so uncomfortable. I don't think I'd like people touching my like jaw area. 
I've known a lot of wrestlers to have had broken jaws too, so it's like creeps me out. Don't touch my face. They could choke me, just just not the face. Wow. See, that's like a fun kind of no no selling when it's like purposeful and like, I am just as beefy and powerful as you are. Your move cannot hurt me. And he's like nowhere near the, the tag belt or area he just like ran across the ring like yeah I'm tagging in now like, alright ref's like yeah that's fine that, that that's how tag matches work now so I guess Sting is still legal and I'm not actually sure whether Hawk or Animal is technically the legal man at this point <laughs> What would you say, Bobby? Was it the tag illegal? So, like, and I guess they just got counted out, so it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> Never mind, sir. Every everyone is uh, everyone is out, but they're still fighting. They're gonna kill each other, apparently. Sting is blinding everybody. Luger just got the crap beat out of him. So that was fun. So the match is over, but still going, basically. Oh, wow. Look at woman's dress. Bobby, you see it? Yes. That is purple. That she, is a beautiful dress. She went above and beyond to match Flair. Oh my gosh. Hogan! She's so fancy. Uh, oh, her shift to be on camera still. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Flair was about to block her out and she's like, no way. I'm on camera. <laughs> Love it. She absolutely looks like somebody you would pay to be mean to you. Right? <laughs> and Ric Flair looks like a fiend. He's looking insane. He's going to bleed and sweat. Oh, lovely. Mm. If we're, we're on our way to one of my favorite pay-per-view events that's going to be happening, and that's going to be Uncensored 1996. Oh, yeah? 
where we get to see the Doomsday Cage match. Three three layers of steel cage. Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage versus both the Dungeon of Doom and the Four Horsemen. Hmm. Woman, oh woman, won't you marry me now? She's fabulous. She was so great. That dress, though, oh my god. I can't even imagine. That thing must have cost a fortune. Is it, is this is this part of the reason you want to be a manager? You want to get nice dresses? Uh, no. <laughs> no? No, but... Um, but yes. I, I feel like if you're, if you're a certain type of manager, then that would be appropriate to have, like, a fancy dress. Right. But... Just depends on 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 who you who you be. Here but we go. She, her and uh, Miss Elizabeth always were yeah. dressed to the nines. But then you had like like Sherry, who was just like could go either way. Like she could be like super fancy, or she could be like chaotic, crazy. Like she always kind of vibed with whoever she was with. I kind of, I kind of dig that aspect too. Like, is it the steel cage just kind of floating on top of the the ring there? It's a little weird. Oh, get get the ad yes. for uncensored. It's unsanctioned too. Oh man, unauthorized. It's uncensored. <laughs> It's all the uns. Un- unavailable? No, wait. <laughs> Gosh, she, she had such a beautiful smile. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like... I, I, the one thing I didn't get with Miss Elizabeth is why, like, in, th- in this era, women should have been the one talking most of the time when they were, like... Yeah. I, I don't care for the blue and yellow on Randy. It's odd. And she matches him. Is she with him at this point? Did she... She keeps going back and forth. I'm getting confused who she's actually working with. Right now, she is supposedly working... Like, she's with Randy, right? Like, she's so with that's him why her dress Hulk. Her dress matches. His. Yeah. And then... Probably why she wasn't talking. I, I don't like it when they let Miss Elizabeth talk too much because she seems to not be comfortable with that in general. Yeah. And it, it shows. But she does but have like, a pretty smile. Oh, yeah. She was a beautiful woman, but. It, w- woman should be the one of the, the girls talking. Yeah. Like she. She knows what she's doing and and is comfortable in that position, whereas Miss Elizabeth is just she she's good in the space that she was given, 
Because she, I mean, she was just brought in to be, you know, with Randy, basically. <laughs> like he's just like, I want her here, <laughs> and they're like, Oh yeah, she's lovely. Where he's like, woman went through all the the steps to actually like be there. <laughs> right. Heenan's just like not even like facing the camera. Like, hello. <laughs> We're over here. <laughs> that that that's some funny shtick. You don't get you don't get much of that in wrestling anymore. Just that subtle goofiness. Do love me a steel cage match. Oh, yeah. Steel cages are great. And it's considered the best match of the night, right? Yeah. Yeah. People like this one. And honestly, I mean the the you know Savage and Flair, Steel Cage. You got you know women, woman and Miss Elizabeth on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's a good setup. Yeah, absolutely. This is the moment. Oh, wait. <laughs> Oof. First of two times. We're going to get ready to rumble. Now see, this bothers me because this should be your main event. Yeah, I'm kind of just pretending it is. Like, this is it, right? Like, how are you going to top this? Well, not with Hulk Hogan and the Giant. Woo! Nice. Oh, beautiful. The stomp on the Hogan. How did she find shoes to, like, perfectly match that dress? Like, you can even, like, you barely see the shoes, but they're, they match perfectly. (laughs) It's magic. I don't know if you can still do that anymore. That's, like, doesn't seem to be, like, a thing. Remember that being a big deal in, like, the 80s and 90s, though? Because I was, like, in a wedding, and we couldn't 
we were having a hard time finding shoes to match the dress. So we had to like, we we're, they were talking about dyeing the shoes or finding shoes that you could dye the same shade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is that a thing? Like, why did the shoes have to match? But it, like, it apparently was a thing. Girls are weird. <laughs> You think she, I would have thought she'd be wearing like the yellow or gold to go with his gear more, but it looks like yeah. silver. These are the important things we talk about, you know. This should be good. Yeah. Yeah, this will be good. Oh, that angry face from woman. She's looking like she's going to be getting in that steel cage. Staring she's like, she's like the ready. She's like, I will fight if you need me to. <laughs> like she can tell such a story just just with that glare. Like it's so good. It's like this is who I'm with. I am not a traitor. I will be fully with this person. I I will fight on his <laughs> behalf if need be. Whereas, like, when she was in, like, ECW, it's like, she was with Sandman, but it was more like, I'm with Sandman now that he has, has the gold, and I'm going to stay with him as long as he keeps the gold. <laughs> there was There was not that supreme loyalty there. <laughs>
they have a lot of uh, female managers, but not a lot of uh, women wrestlers at this stage. Yeah. I don't think they have any. They have they have tons of women around, but they're all on the outside of the ring. I don't know if um, I don't know uh, the Diamond Doll's backstory though. Like I don't know if she was ever like trained to wrestle, or if she was always just supposed to be like ballet manager type, or like how she even got into the business. Well, I know Sherry wrestled for a while in her very early days. Right, yeah. And that's why, like, they would throw her into matches every so often. She could take bumps and stuff. And and Woman definitely wrestled previously. But it, obviously, at this point, it's been a while since she's been in the ring. Because I think that's that's where, she, like, she started, too, was more actually wrestling. They're, they're reverse DDP. Right. Randy and Rick had such good chemistry in the ring. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, this this should be your main event. Oh, it's, for sure. Like, how, like nobody's gonna be able. Like, like, nobody would be able to follow this, really. It's your it's your championship match. Mm-hmm. In a steel cage with like two of the biggest names in the business, like mm-hmm. ever. Not even just <laughs> in in this era. Like, just two of the biggest names ever. Really? I don't know. Weird to do a ref bump when there's not really any... He's so mad. He's just like, I'm going to beat up the ref. And woman's like, I love it. Way to go. That's so funny. Like, how... I don't think I've ever seen a ref bump quite like that, where it's just like, no, you're done, ref. (laughs) Like, we don't need you. (laughs) Get out of my way. (laughs) I'm just here to destroy this man. I don't even care about anything else.
I had a really good clothesline. Yeah. Maybe. I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I never actually got to hit anyone with it, though. They're always ducking it. But they had to duck it, or I would have taken their head off. So, eh. <laughs> That's how that goes. At least the ref is back up. Nasty, nasty right hook from Flair. This is a great match so far. You enjoying it, Leif? Oh, definitely. It's like, it's a hard to like, like you, uh, you're almost like getting too into it. Yeah. It's one worth actually watching. Which is rare. <laughs> Seems in this era there aren't many of those. <laughs> Right. There's a lot of hot nonsense happening, but... Now, WWE at this point was still using the blue bars. Right. Like, even just, like... Like, I wish you could hear the, the women on the outside more. Like, I don't know if they're, they're... They're almost too quiet throughout this, I feel. Like, they should have been... Maybe a little more vocal, but I just love that the the grudge aspect of this match is kind of taking precedence over the title or anything else. They're just like, no, we're just here to like beat the crap out of each other and make it look amazing. <laughs> right. Like we don't care about anything else. See the, the figure four on Ric Flair? That's always fun. Yeah.
These two are really just selling great for each other. Oh, yeah. I like... It's it's even. It's not one's like... I don't know, like... Usually, like... Nobody's overselling. Nobody's underselling. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh. See, this is the time to do something like that, though. Yeah. Like, this is a big pay-per-view match, a big match in general. Title's on the line. Pride is on the line. <laughs> That's when you want to do the crazy stuff. This is just, it's a crazy, I mean, keep getting distracted by, yeah. you know, watching. I'm so sorry to our listeners, because I'm, like, super, super silent, because it's just so good. It's a great match. It's so fun. Like, this is what a pay-per-view match should be. This is the, the quality that should be in, like, every pay-per-view match. Like, it's, it's just up there. They know what they're doing. They're working each other well. It's it feels intense. It feels like like the storytelling's been phenomenal throughout the entire thing. You know they're they're in there because they they want to fight each other. Like it's right. not just like I want the title, I want this, I want that. No, they want to beat the crap out of each other, and you know that, and they've. Very, very well explained that without saying a word. <laughs> like, just excellent storytelling. The women are, are serving their, their purpose. Yeah, Miss Elizabeth acting very concerned on the outside as she does. You have woman just screaming and, and cheering on for, for Flair. Being the the appropriate cheerleader of doom and evil. <laughs> yeah. That intensity like just, that she has. It's just so good, like, overall. Like, for, like every aspect of it. And that... It's very well thought out. I don't know, I wonder how much, like... Like when they like, because everybody books things differently. Everybody puts their matches together differently. Um, some people prefer it to be as choreographed as possible from start to finish. Some people are fine with a lot of improv. But it's like I wonder when these two like get together to like discuss what their their plans were for this. Like what I want, I want to see what that room was like. I want to hear that conversation. <laughs> like how are they putting this together? Do they just? I mean, they work together for a long time they know yeah. each other pretty well so it's like rick seems like he would be much more spontaneous in the ring than savage 
Yeah. But it's like, like I feel like certain spots were definitely like you know you can tell when a spot's a little more planned yeah. out than others. Like you know getting the figure four on Ric Flair is always a good spot. You have a cage, you're gonna climb to the top of it at some point. Like that's always always a good move. Like if it's like it's always interesting when it's like a cage match where you can escape the cage. And some people are like, no, I just want to kill my opponent. So they jump from the top into back into the like cage. Yeah. Like. Well, and this is definitely like a more dangerous setup that they've got to like get on on the top of. Because mm-hmm. like the later WWE cage would have like the, the top has a little bit of a scaffolding almost. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And this is just there's none of it's- that. Yeah, you just have the bars. Like, he was just holding on to, like, one of the ropes or, yeah. like, steel cords that was holding the whole cage up for balance. Like, there's really no climbing in yeah. except in the corners, really, I think, is where the where it's connected to the ceiling. Yeah, the four corners. There's, like, a little bit of a, a way to balance there, but mm-hmm. yeah, not nothing else so much. And it's this not. match kind of works, like, in Flair's favor as so much as, like, you know, doing the Flair stuff. Because, like, he can get busted open the hard way really easily. Yeah, and he, whenever Flair gets busted, it's always, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And I think I think he is busted open, yeah. And the Flair flop. I can't believe he turned taking a front bump into a taunt. So funny. Like, who else could pull that off, though? Ah, flare butt. Oh, my. That is some flare butt. Well, I guess we know flare doesn't do the all over tanning. <laughs> I would not want to be the ref here. <laughs> Yeah, right. Everybody's like trying to swing him, swing at him and like just knock him down, like just like get out of my way like completely. Is he getting out? Leith, is Flair going to win this? Sure. He's free. Oh. No, no, he took too long. Oh, we got a butt shot. Oh, that's full on butt right there. That is 
Flare butt. I mean, that's... It's so white compared to the rest of him. It just is, like, right? shiny. <laughs> Flair's getting up to his feet. More flare butt? Leith, are we getting more flare butt, do you think? I don't think we can handle more flare butt. Come on. Yeah? You need to get that crimson mask flowing. His hair is not ginger enough yet. Right. Well, that cage is just barely held together. Now, other matches that have gone on to probably about this length have felt long. Yeah. This does not. This feels like like it could keep going. It's pretty well paced. What's woman doing? Oh, we know what woman's doing. Oh... She's trying to send to the powder of Macho Man. I don't know how much actually got to him, though. <gasps> Elizabeth! Oh, there's the flare butt. One, two, no! And everyone's going to know it's Miss Elizabeth's shoe because it's silver and not the purple of woman's shoe. How could you? That wasn't a twist of fate. Oh, wait. (laughs) Just get get it. Oh, I guess they are gold. They just look very silver in my lighting. Woman was like, "Oh, that was beautiful. You, you'll be an evil queen. Just, just you wait." <laughs> I want woman's dress, though. Oh my god, that. How, like, where do you get a dress like that? Even. Uh oh, here comes Hogan. What? No, he's chasing the women with a chair. Oh wait. <laughs> he's got an eye patch. Oh, not a one-eyed Hogan. It somehow seems worse than the regular kind. (laughs) And the Arn Anderson. Oh, dad shorts. No. (laughs) 
I, I still can't believe that outfit. That's that's in a world where people dress as ridiculous as like Macho Man and Flair do. Arn Anderson somehow looks the funniest of all of them. He's like, it was the show, I tell ya. I saw it somehow. So, so Savage at this point is just going to be completely broken. Yeah, this is this just sad. He's lost everything. That's it, right? That's a pay-per-view. It's over. <laughs> no, Leith, we've still got a Hulk Hogan match. But why? <laughs> like, they're not gonna top that. There's no way. Oh, good. We get a Hulk Hogan interview after not his match. And he's just yelling angrily. The eye patch is, like, hilarious. Yeah. Like, you can tell it's supposed to be flesh-colored, but Hogan's got the complexion of a burnt hot dog. These high heels, man. 
Why don't they just ban them? If the if it's such an issue that everyone's getting jabbed in the eye with high heels, just ban high heels. Right? They can wear flats. Hogan's ready to take on the giant, brother. And, like, honestly, the Flair Savage match had so much more going on as far as, like, storyline than mm-hmm. Hogan versus the Dungeon of Doom. Like, so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really think anybody cares about this storyline. Like, even at, the, like, if we went back in time and talked to people, there'd probably be a few that would be interested, but... I think overall, it seemed like the other stories just, I mean, it's so much more interesting in general. And then you also had the title there. Like, there's just so much going on. It was more than just, like, a grudge match or a title match. Like, it was just, like, everything combined. And then now you're going to follow it out with the, the Giant and Hogan which is kind of just goofy. People keep throwing Hogan titles or Hogan towels at all of his nemesises though, which is kind of fun. Nemesises. Like that that's a fun fun little uh interaction I would say cuz they've gotten to show everybody kind of how they would respond to these Hogan towels of all these poor sick individuals who have caught the uh, Hulkamania.
Now, the thing about wearing an eye patch like this in the ring, and we can see Hogan kind of already slipped there, but, like, I have to imagine this messed with his depth perception a lot. As somebody who wasn't, like, used to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It would be a it would be a challenge. Well, we like do have at least one little Hulkster it. in the crowd. Oh, uh, wait. Yes. Choking people with tape. tape. That That's a face move right there. Definitely. That's what a good guy does. I mean, they did blind. Still, though. Still. Is attempted murder the way to go? I mean, this would only be, like, his, like, second attempt after the uh, sumo monster truck match. I got a cat. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, uh, if we had a video, it'd be much more interesting. As my, my cat just, like, climbed over all of my equipment. To like maybe, get to my other cat. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe we will make that happen one day. You know, we had talked about doing this on Twitch. Yes. Yeah. Just looks like he's trying to kiss the giant. Mmm, smooches. I mean, I'm gonna eat your eyeball. <laughs> Wait, what am I doing? Oh, we're gonna choke him again. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's the move. I I never understood like why Hogan held on to that fringe of hair. The skullet. Like, what's the point of all that nonsense? It just became iconic. It became part it's of the like, look, part of the brand. Because he looks like part hot dog and then like part ear, like corn ear of corn. You know, like that fuzz at the top. Yeah. That's what his hair looks like. I, I can see that. Like, you could just, like, peel it off, and then, like, underneath there would be, like, corn somewhere. But instead, it's like a hot dog, so it's not really... Right. You, you peel the, the, the fuzz and the layer, and you get hot dog, man, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm getting tired. This match is... Thrilling. <laughs> so and all exciting. I did was talk about food earlier, and now you're probably hungry. This is true. It is well past lunchtime, folks, and I have forgotten to, to get myself a protein drink or anything to kind of curb that appetite. So we're just going to deal with with this food talk. I mean, Hogan looks like food. Like, I can't help. 
that that that's just how he's made. He's part corn, part hot dog. The giant still looks like he's kind of he he wants to be part of Raven's was it flock at this point? I feel like they change the name of it every time. Nest. Right nest in ECW now. right now, it's it's Raven's Nest. Raven's Nest, yes. Which is weird. But yes. <laughs> he wants to be one of Raven's baby birds? Is that... <laughs> feed, feed me your knowledge, Raven. It's just weird. Right. I wonder, like, how comfortable those, like, singlets are for for gentlemen. I, I don't have the, the parts that might get pulled or <laughs> anything that, you know, normally bathing suits when you get, like, a wedgie or that. I don't know how how that singlet aspect goes for for the gentleman protection against uh wedgies and whatnot <laughs> like how do you get that thing to stay in place? Oh, come on. You can finish this match somehow. Again, after the other match, is just like... A, I'm tired, because that other match was, like, right. insane. And B, it's like, it's a little bit more of the same, but, like, on a lesser level. There's nothing about this match that feels as urgent or like I don't know like they don't it should be like like Hogan should be a lot angrier than he is I feel right like this man has been claiming to be Andre's son or whatever and this whole group is like out there to get you and he's just kind of like eh I'll wrestle it like every other match So it's kind of kind of a disappointment, I'd say. Like I, I really feel like he should be a lot, a lot angrier, a lot more like I'm gonna destroy this man kind of vibe. But I'm not really getting that. Right. Well, especially now because he's getting the crap beat out of him. But still, at least he's selling, sorta. Yeah, he said it's not bad for Hogan. I'm sure he'll power up at some point and then just like. go after him the the power up no sell you know how that goes 
But right right now Hogan's getting destroyed, which is kind of fun. Are you still awake? Have you managed to 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 stay awake during this wonderful match? Yes, I have. I'm so proud. I'm just hungry. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> like, oh, a hot dog sounds good. About now. <laughs> oh, the cage is open. He's gonna escape. He's got it. Oh, wait. This old man's holding his foot. <laughs> This rotisserie hot dog man. He's been sitting sitting in that 7-Eleven for years now, waiting for somebody to pick him. I did get to see how to take a, a backbreaker, like how that all works. Which was really cool. I did not get to do one myself. They actually seem kind of fun. Right. But I, I, I generally like, like I'm, I don't have an issue taking bumps like at all, except that like when I do it on my own, I don't do it very well. It's I much prefer like other people to be throwing me around I guess you would say <laughs> it makes it a lot easier to let somebody else be in control I think it, I think it comes down to whether or not you, you trust yourself and I do not <laughs> it's like I know I'm gonna hurt myself but this other person who is much better trained probably won't hurt me Oh, okay. Bear hugs don't do anything for me. Like they just look like they're snuggling. He's gonna give him a big smooch and be like, "Papa, <laughs> it's coming." Papa Hogan, I love you so much, Papa Hogan. We should go catch a ball game sometime. I, I, it, like, Hogan's, like, not even attempting to sell any of these bear hugs. I don't know what's happening now, but that just, um, that was odd. I guess he was supposed to be, like, I'm powering out of this, but it just looked very awkward and more like they're just kind of, like, molesting each other or something there's some grinding going on i i don't know what's happening this is just so awkward can we get out of this bear hug situation now i would like to to move on from this <laughs> this has been going on for a very long time i i just i don't know from like a tv perspective like this looks like a whole lot of nothing. It does not look like it would hurt. It does not look like Hogan's getting hurt. It doesn't look like he's tired. Now it looks like he's kind of 
humping him. I, uh, it's just... Bear hugs, especially in a cage match, it's like the most nonsensical thing I think I've seen in a while. It just... There's so many other things they could have done there that would have been at least a little more effective. I don't even know what the point of that was. So you're like, oh, he can power out of this, this loving hug from his <laughs> adopted child. I don't know. Papa Hogan. Papa Hogan. See, like, even if he was just, like, choking him out for that whole time, that would have been more meaningful or felt like something. But hugging Papa Hogan, not so much. Oh, he got his Hogan powers. All those vitamins be working for him. Or prayers. One or the other. Maybe both. He feeds off prayers. Yes. And possibly cocaine. But... (laughs) Definitely steroids. Right? Oh, is the giant going to bleed now? And you got everybody busted. Did did Hogan lose his eye patch? I couldn't tell. He looked like he was bleeding a bit, so it was kind of hard to tell if that was just like he might have bled into the eye patch or he might have lost it. Boy, is the giant selling for him. This angle is not great because the uh the match is real or the match the cage is really kind of blurring everything oh he did it he slammed the giant oh and the leg drops for days all of those prayers have kicked in Did he just do an Undertaker sit-up? Yeah. He's like, I can power up too, and no sell. I'm just like you, Papa Hogan. Is that going to be a new ongoing gag with us? I have no idea. (laughs) It's working for me right now. It's fitting this particular match anyway. Papa Hogan, I just wanted to play baseball with ya. We could have played catch outside, but no. And Papa Hogan wins. He did it. Oh, just to get a chair shot in the back. (coughs) Excuse me. You're excused. Why did he drop the chair? Like, Hogan's coming at you. You're just going to yeah, give him a weapon? Yeah, I think he lost weapon? the eye patch. Taskmaster. 
Oh, he doesn't even care. He's just like... He's put everybody in the cage. He's like, I won. I got a chair now. You're all dead. Murder time. Everyone's favorite. All kinds of really Here terrible comes decisions me. are being made right now. Like, why would Hogan be Those like... Those are the I'm worst gonna... chair shots. Everybody gets a little bonk on the head from Papa Hogan. I bless you. Just touching them with the chair. Bless you, my child. And you. Oh, and one for you, too. You have all been blessed by Papa Hogan. Again, why, though? Like, what is... What was the decision-making here? Like, Hogan's like, yes, let me put myself back in this cage with my biggest enemies. This is a wonderful idea. Oh, Loch Ness. How old is he at this point? That's Haystacks Calhoun, I believe. Right. Let me let me take a look. Because he had would... been wrestling for ages before this. Yeah, what would you guess? I don't know, like 40s, 50s? It feels like he's been around forever, but maybe that's just because of like the the time he started. Oh, I, I guess it wasn't was. Haystacks Calhoun. No? Who is it no, then? Let me, let me check. Haystacks Calhoun was back on one of the shows, though. Was he on? Oh, wait, was he on the other show? Am I getting confused? Um. Yeah, he he died in '89. What the that? crap? Who who are we thinking of then? We got ourselves well on confused. Loch Ness, huh? Giant haystacks. Oh, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I'm like, what the heck is happening? Okay. Because I was like, hey, so you're, you're guessing, like, you're guessing 40s, right? Well, now I might be changing it because you said it was Haystacks Calhoun, and I was like, he's really old. <laughs> okay. Or would have been, I guess, at this point. Now I'm confused. Okay. So I don't know. No guesses. No, because I don't know how long Giant Haystacks had been wrestling. I was thinking Haystacks Calhoun, like you said. Because it's like a similar, like, same family of gimmicks. So by this point, Giant Haystacks was 49. Yeah, I was going to say, he was an older wrestler too, though, right? Yeah, he was born in 46 and died in 98. Because he was uh, wrestling back in territory time. Yeah. But, like, not, was he... Now I'm getting, I'm still getting them mixed up because they are very similar in appearance and gimmick and probably even like age and stuff, style. Yeah, see that, that font up at similar. the top looks like Top Gun. Oh, okay. Okay, I can see that. All right. Well, so that with, was, that brawl sure was super. It was a, it was a super brawl of the sixth variety. Mm-hmm. Leith, what did you think of WCW Super Brawl 6? Would you give it a buy, bar, or pass? Uh, I, I would borrow it probably just for the the first cage match. Yeah. It's not worth owning, <laughs> that's for sure. 
Yeah. There's not enough that I would go back and be like, I need to rewatch this. Like literally just that cage match. I, I think if we got an elbow it. from Randy Savage from the top of the cage, that would that would be enough to like kick me over into buy territory. But uh, that would have been that feels like it would have been very unsafe, but maybe yeah. not. But like as it is, I think a borrow is a is a pretty good rating. Yeah, and that it's a it's a very that particular match had a very important start to a lot of storyline stuff coming up and all that right. too. So it kind of kickstarted a lot of more interesting and, and important storylines for Macho Man and Flair mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. But everything else seemed kind of middle of the road, if not just terrible. I don't think I ever want to see one man gang wrestle again. I He seemed done. I don't know. Was that his first? match his last match where, where, where that was his last pay-per-view appearance for wcw uh, yeah it felt like he knew that was going to be his last and instead of going out with a bang he's like no Meh. i'm just gonna not wrestle right because that was awful <laughs> i feel bad for conan for having to deal with that and having to wrestle against against him in that kind of like bleh Right. But, yeah. So it was okay overall. Not great. <laughs> That's for sure. I lo- there's going to be a lot of change ups, I think, after this because a lot of people have moved to other companies as well. And a lot of storylines are changing. And it's like a lot of people are switching teams. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be interesting. It's an interesting month. I'd say for all of the, the wrestling, but this particular pay-per-view, not so great. <laughs> just, just the one, the one cage match was really worth it. Yeah. That, it, that's it, was, it was, it was solid. I, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I think we're both on the same page. I think we both give it a borrow. Um, we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, Keep an eye out because we'll next be doing, I believe it's going to be WWF in your house six rage in the cage. And that'll be a fun time as well. So keep your eyes out for that. And yeah, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, We love you. Stay safe out there. Keep loving one another. I just think you're okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And that has been the wrestling time machine podcast. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody. For 400 years, golf has been a gentleman's game. A game of tradition, etiquette, and above all, sportsmanship. Until now. Y'all ready for this? Meet Happy Gilmore. He was a hockey player. That's my puck, baby! Don't you ever touch my puck! who was skating on thin ice. But when his grandma needed his help... Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000. We're going to have to sell the house to someone else. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. He discovered a new talent. The house is like 400 yards away. That's unbelievable. Now he's going from the links. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. 
through the links. Hey, where are you going with those clubs, punk? I'm your caddy. He's going to be on the tour. That's that's super. He's got the swing. He's got the drive. He shoots, he scores! He's got the balls. Oh, God, I hurt a little, but I'm all right. Quite a large and economically diverse crowd here at the Invitational. I guess it's the new tour sensation, Happy Gilmore. Hey, if I saw myself in clothes like those, I'd have to kick my own ass. And while he's trying to keep Granny out of the rest home... I'm telling you, this place is perfect. You're going to make friends in no time. He's driving the game of golf. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Straight into the ground. Damn you people, this is golf! I'm Bob Barker. Looks like you and I are going to be playing together today. This guy sucks. All right, let's go. Universal Pictures presents Adam Sandler. The price is wrong, Bob. As golf's missing link. Happy Gilmore. 